happy Tuesday evening to you. Thanks for tuning in to the 8160 here on 90.9 The Bridge this evening. It's a little after 6 o'clock, and excited to share some music with you today here on the show. Uh, we kicked off the show there with one of the most iconic and definitive songs from the 1990s that I can remember. Uh, that's music from The Breeders. The song is called Cannonball. It was number 12 on Rolling Stone's Best Songs of the 90s list. came out in 1993. And uh, I was lucky to get to see the Breeders play at Old Record Bar back it was September 3rd, 2014. Uh, it was very awesome, and it was a very loud show. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us again. This is 90s Week here on the bridge, and uh, I know things are weird right now, and um, I'm hoping that if you need an escape, if you just want to hang out, if you just want to listen to some music for a little while, that this hour of time we can hang out and uh, I can be that escape for you and share some stories and share some music from uh, from the 1990s. All Kansas City bands or Kansas City area bands uh, with you here on this week's show of the 8160. And uh, maybe you can sit back and uh, enjoy that a little bit because I know things are stressful right now. And um, so many unknowns, so many unknowns continue. But um, one of the things that's funny about 90s is when you go to a 90s party or have a 90s week, um, the nostalgia of it and looking back and seeing silly clothes or funny haircuts or silly pop music. But what was interesting when I was working on the show and have music from you know a, a dozen bands or so, most of it really, really holds up. And I would love to see so much of this music out on a stage this weekend or, or any weekend. And um, I, I think a lot of it holds up. So I don't think it's too much about uh, maybe the nostalgia of it in that way that it's funny, silly 90s pop music. I think it's more about it's great music that we don't get to that often. So we're kind of dusting it off for you this week here on the 8160, sharing it with you on 90.9 The Bridge under the guise of 90s week and a 90s episode of this show. But uh, I'm really excited to jump into it. And... Um, I should state some asterisks and prefaces um, and preambles. I didn't grow up in the Kansas City music scene. I grew up up in St. Joe, and then I went to the University of Kansas. I got out of KU in 99, and while I was at KU, I saw some some local bands, of course, and um, perhaps the most, uh, the, my favorite one that stuck with me the most is Frog Pond, and if you've ever listened to the show, that shouldn't be a surprise. But I remember seeing Frog Pond play on the campus of over at KU when I was over in Lawrence for four years. And then I had a moment where, if you can remember Columbia House Records, if you remember, you buy like 13 CDs for a penny, and then over the next three years, you have to buy like six CDs for $60 each, some crazy amount of money. But I remember how excited I was when I saw Frog Pond in that booklet, you know, next to like Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton and The Best of Tom Petty and Octung Baby from U2, like these crazy huge albums and how excited I was when I saw Frog Pond on there. And um, Then I also remember a time when I got out of Lawrence for some uh, for an afternoon and came to Kansas City and I went to Streetside Records for the very first time. And behind the counter <laughs> is the, that was when I met Heidi Phillips, the lead singer of Frog Pond. And I realized it, that perhaps is an interesting uh, anecdote, metaphor, 
glimpse of nutshell of what the music industry was, where how tough it is to make it, where your record can be on this pamphlet next to these huge rock and roll Hall of Fame people, and then at the same time, you can be busting your butt like Heidi was, constantly touring, constantly writing and recording, and then also constantly working at a music store. Kind of crazy. Uh, but I miss Frog Pond so much, and um, we're going to hear some music from Frog Pond. Uh, clearly one of my favorite bands of all time, and happy to play that for you anytime I get to here on the show. But uh, from the 90s, from 1999, here's Frog Pond's I Did from Safe Ride Home. This came out via C2 Records, which was a subdivision of Columbia Music, which is why that happened. Uh, on this, uh, in this version of the band, it's Heidi, uh, Megan Hamilton, Justine Volpe, and the late Billy Johnson. Excited to play this for you here this week on the show. Again, if you can find the headspace for it, sit back, relax, enjoy some Kansas City music from the 1990s. We can hang out for this hour uh, and enjoy some music. Here's Frog Pond, I Did, from Safe Ride Home, from 1999.
That was music from the Appleseed cast, one of the greatest bands in the history of the world. The song is called Moment Number no. 72, and it's from their album, their first LP called From, uh, it's called The End of the Ring Wars, came out in 1998 on Deep Elm Records. The Appleseed cast was formed in 1997, and um, this is crazy. Uh, I keep a log of my concerts, of the concerts that I've attended, and um, it's not 100% full, but it's, it's pretty full. But back to 20 years ago next month, July 12th, 2000, I was at a show at The Brick. I went to see a band called Mates of State, which we're going to hear from in a second. And the opening band was this band I'd never heard of, I didn't know anything about, and literally just steamrolled me and made me want to know more follow kansas city music was the Appleseed cast and uh, almost 20 years just just shy of a month or 20 years ago uh and also on that bill and i don't remember seeing them and i wish i did i maybe i got there late was the anniversary uh which is a ridiculous lineup the anniversary the Appleseed cast and mates of state july 12 2000 at the brick were you there um but I, 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 if you've listened to the show before, you know I, I love the Appleseed cast. When I was gifted this show, this amazing opportunity to host the 8160, um, very first song I played was from the Appleseed cast, Sunlit and Ascending, uh, which came out in 2006. But anytime I get to play their music for you on uh, the show is a treat. And happy to do it today as we celebrate music from the 1990s. Again, that was the Appleseed cast, moment number 72 from 1997. Continuing to dive into that bill, the Mates of State were a couple from Lawrence, Kansas, Jason Hamill and Corey Gardner, and uh, I believe they met in Lawrence, and then they moved to San Francisco. I'm not sure where they live these days, but they put out a split 7-inch uh, back in 1999, which is, I'm sure this was the single they played at this show I was at. The song was called Leave Me at the Tree, and... Um, if, if you're not familiar with Mates of State, it's very good, hooky, catchy music uh, from a husband and wife team. And if you if you haven't heard their music, you may actually have, because they've been in so many freaking TV placements, it's unbelievable. You go to their Wikipedia page, uh, it's it's impressive how many how many shows they've been had their music featured in. But uh, we were lucky to have them back at the second Middle of the Map Festival back in 2012. They were one of the headliners, along with Murder by Death, on one of the two nights back in the day when we used to hang out at the Beaumont Club. Remember going to the Beaumont Club in the 90s? Uh, but I'm going to share some music with you from Mates of State. Digging back to 1999, here is Leave Me at the Tree. And uh, again, I got to catch this crazy bill, July 12th, 2000, Appleseed Cast and Mates of State. Here it is for you.
Going back to 1999, that was music from the Get Up Kids. The song was called Holiday from their album called Something to Write Home About, which is a ridiculously amazing record. It came out on Vagrant Records and uh, again back from 1999. And as I said at the top of the show, as we dive into 90s week here at the bridge and a special hour here of the 8160 featuring nothing but Kansas City and Lawrence bands from the, that were putting out music in the 1990s. Is what's funny about the 90s is it's supposed to be funny and nostalgic and this uh, kind of pop music that maybe doesn't hold up. But this record more than holds up. This song is amazing. The Get Up Kids constantly continue to put out new music. Um, barring the pandemic, they'd be out right now on tour with uh, Dashboard Confessional. They should have played a sold-out show a couple weeks back, a couple months ago maybe. I don't remember the date on it anymore. Um, at the Truman. And... Um, but the band formed back in 1995 on Jim Suptic's birthday, October 14th. And uh, I'm lucky now to get to call some of these guys buddies, but Jim Suptic, Matt Pryor, Robert Pope, who also was in Spoon for a very long time. I believe he recently announced his departure from that project. And then also Ryan Pope. And um, this is the opening track from the record. And the album peaked at number 31 on Billboard's Heat Seekers 200 albums chart. And um, I remember at Middle of the Map back in like 2015, somebody yelled out that they were the grandfathers of emo. And uh, I don't know that that was a compliment, but it, it's, a, it's a nice thing for the people to be uh, trailblazers of, of a movement. And those guys certainly were a huge part of the emo movement. And um, whenever we get to talk about them or play music from them or get to see them on stage, here in Kansas City or around here is always a treat and uh, always great to share music from the Get Up Kids with you. Um, this one was interesting for me because this is new to me. Like I, The band The Gadgets, I know who they were and I know them now, but it's the, the Phillips brothers, uh, Brandon, Zach, and Adam. And as those that trio of people, they put out so much music as originally as The Gadgets when they were children, very literally when they started playing Adam, the drummer, was nine years old, and they're playing in bars, playing L7 and ACDC covers. Um, but then they went on to become the Architects, and uh, there's also Brandon Phillips in The Condition. And some of my favorite music to come out last year was by The Other Americans, which features uh, some of the Phillips brothers, and uh, definitely some of the Mount Rushmore faces of Kansas City music. But digging back to... 1998, the Gadgets formed in 1991. We're going to hear music from 1998. And um, I saw this quote from Brandon, and um, it the quote says, We were blanking horrendous, but I think people liked us because they thought it was adorable, precocious or whatever. We were just playing wretched L7 covers and ACD covers and stuff like that. It was like the laziest of the lazy garage rock because at this point... The entire mission was just to get on stage and play rock and roll. That's a quote from Brandon about his music at when he was possibly 14 years old. And again, Adam was nine. But um, in 1998, they went out on what was the fourth annual Warp Tour. So Adam was maybe 16 by then. I can't imagine seeing all the things he saw at 16 while being on tour with Warp Tour. But uh, I'm a fan of these guys and excited to dig back in the vault uh, from Hellcat Records from 1998, we're going to hear music from The Gadgets. The record was At Ease, 
and this song is called Tell Yourself. Get ready for a little ska dancing, everybody. Here it is from The Gadgets.
That was music from the Mongol Beach Party. The song was called M for Show from 1991. And this is a fun example of what this show is like for me. I got to dig back and find out some old music from a lot of people who have become my friends over the years. Um, this band featuring uh, Bill Belzer, Christian Henkel, uh, Jeff Freeling, Kyle Dahlquist, Scott Easterday, um, all those people... I believe, are still involved in some way. I don't know if Christian Henkel is still making music, but Christian went on to have Ala Cartuna, and then he started uh, Money Wolf Records with Tommy Donahoe. Jeff Freeling, of course, is uh, Victor, or Victor and Penny, and he went on and played with the Blue Man Group, and Kyle Dahlquist plays with uh, the band that fell to earth. Scott Easterday is on the board of Midwest Music Foundation, and Bill Belzer toured with several bands over time. Um, it's, it's really cool to do this show of all 90s music from Kansas City and look back and see what, what was before. But uh, the Mongol Beach Party, this is their words, I believe, was an inappropriately festive jazz funk pop dance band that roamed the wilds of the Midwest from 1989 to 1992. They, mel um, they were born and raised in Kansas City and melded their eclectic taste and influences into one of the most original acts of the time. I think I got that quote from Discogs. A lot of information about Kansas City bands on Discogs. If you ever need to put together a 90s radio show, I, uh, I, I suggest you turn to Discogs. Um, again, the Mongol Beach Party. I'd heard of the band, but I had never listened to them until this uh, in preparation for the show. But happy to play for you. M for the show from 1991 from the record, which was called Toast. And um, yeah. So much music from the 90s um, here in Kansas City perhaps sounds a little bit like this next band, uh, Shiner. Um, in the 90s, people talked about, and even still now, the Kansas City sound. And a lot of what the Kansas City sound was like was this. And uh, featuring Alan Epley, Paul Malnowski, Josh Newton, and Jason Gherkin. Um, again, as I read these names... If you built this Mount Rushmore of Kansas City music, you'd need like 60 heads on it because uh, so many people that I'm talking about today here on the 8160 during 90s week would fit on that that hill <laughs> of these faces. Um, music from Shiner, we're going to hear from 1997. And last week or the week before, we played brand new music from their brand new record, which came out May 8th. And I can't even pronounce it, but I believe it's Schadenfreude, uh, which is a German word, Schadenfreude. And um, I've loved Shiner for so long. I remember seeing Jason Gherkin out in the late, ni in late 90s, early aughts, and being amazed by his drumming, just seeing him anywhere I was at. And um, then he left Kansas City for such a long time, and then he came back. And I remember the night when I saw him back at when he was bartending at Record Bar. I said to somebody, I'm like, that's Jason Gherkin, the drummer from Shiner. And I'm like, why is he in Kansas City? <laughs> and then since then, you know, we've got, there was a couple of reunion tours, and now we've got this brand new record. But it's awesome to dig back into the vault. We're going to go back to 1997 with this one, hearing music from Shiner. Again, these guys formed in 1992. The song run here is called Christ Size Shoes from the record Lula Divinia. Here it is. Yeah. 
as 90s week continues here on the bridge and this special episode of the 8160 featuring music from the 1990s from kansas city bands that was kansas city's very own season to risk that song came out in 1993 from columbia records the song was called mine eyes from their self-titled uh first uh, from their self-titled lp the band was formed in 1989 and as i sit here and record this in a record bar t-shirt there were two constants in that band, and one of them was Steve Tulipana, and the other was Dwayne Trower. I believe Wade Williamson was in that band for a very long time, too, if also maybe not a constant. Uh, there will be airs in this episode, by the way. We're you know, more than halfway through, and I've probably said some stuff that's messed up, but it's hard to get back and look at some of this old information. But I've tried to do what I could to make it sound sort of halfway intelligible. But uh, it's been a lot of fun to put this together, and I love Season of Risk. I was was lucky to get to see those guys play several times over the years and not too long ago they opened up for the descendants over at the uptown playing a very loud show and then during their days as a band the descendants um helped them put out a record two of the guys from the descendants owned a late record label and put out one of the records and um as i'm wearing the record bar t-shirt i stated Steve Tulipana of that band is one of the co-owners of that bar and uh, a band so important to Kansas City Music, uh, old record bar and new record bar, and hopefully someday soon we'll get to be back seeing shows at old record at, at new record bar. Um, and also something fun to dig back, if you haven't seen the film Strange Days from 1994, they go to this crazy warehouse party and the band playing is Season of Risk in that movie. So um, I thought it'd be fun to work on a show about placements in TV and movies, some sort of look ma, we're on TV uh, show. And I might do that at some point, but I'm um, saying it now, maybe I'll play it again then. But Strange Days from 1994, check it out if you want to see a, a very young Season to Risk. Uh, a nice natural progression into the next band featuring again uh, Wade Williamson of both these projects. I think Wade's probably on, I don't know, three or four songs I played today, or we'll be playing today. Music from a band called Dirt Nap, and featuring Billy Smith, Pete Laporte, Steve Vandeven, and Wade Williamson. And uh, I know Billy and Pete and Wade, after this project, eventually formed another project that I love that wasn't in the 90s, but Olympic Size, uh, featuring Kirsten Paulden as well. But so much great music came out of the time of the 90s, and relationships made by the musicians in these bands from the 90s. But um, I have never seen Dirt Not play, and I love it so much, and I can hear Billy's vocals in it, I can hear the crazy things Billy can do to a guitar in it, and I'm a fan. We're going to hear from 1997 from their album called Below the Speed of Sound. The song is called Resign. Charlotte Mix, that's in parentheses. Resign, and then Charlotte Mix in parentheses. Uh, and I'm a fan. And again, I hope you've been able to join us and hang out and sit back, maybe find a little bit of escape here in this 90s episode of the 8160. Uh, during these crazy times, I realize there's so much going on, but uh, maybe we can give you an hour of time to sit back and enjoy some music and hang out with us. And uh, I hope you enjoy this song from Dirt Nap, uh, featuring the musical wonderings of Billy Smith. Mm-hmm. 
was music from Pamper the Mad Men. The song was called Preoccupation from their self-titled record from 1995, which is also, I believe, the year they were formed. An alternative punk band from right here in Kansas City, sharing it with you here on 90s Week here on the bridge and also this special episode of the 8160, hosted by me, Chris Aguirian, as we wrap this up featuring only Kansas City and Lawrence area bands playing music from the 1990s. I did not see this. I've never seen this band, Pamper the Mad Men, and I know they played a, a gig not too long ago, and I believe the lead singer, uh, Teresa Schlegel, lives very far away. But in this project is a fellow named Rob Wagner, or Robbie, and uh, before I knew Robbie was a musician, we used to play poker together, and I haven't seen Robbie for a very long time. Uh, but now in this band is the great Johnny Hamill, who's an amazing um, all-around musician and upright bassist and bassist. And back in the day, uh, back oh, recently when Queer Eye, or the, uh, the Queer Eye television show was here in Kansas City, they took one of the people in the shows to have bass guitar lessons. And Johnny Hamill was in the episode. Uh, if you haven't seen those, they're on Netflix and they're all very great uh, stories and glimpses into different corners of Kansas City. And uh, you should check that out on Netflix when you're picking your next things to binge watch. This episode of 90s Week of this show here on the 8160 is wrapping up now, and it was so much fun to put together, uh, and excited to share this next one with you, a band I've heard a lot about over the years but had never seen and didn't even hear music from, was the Sin City Disciples, and uh, Patrick from Cut Records suggested that I play this one. It's their single from 1992, it was released as a single, called Go Work. And this version I'm playing, I dug up. If you aren't familiar with John Peel, he was a British DJ for a very long time on the BBC Radio 1, and he DJed from 1967 until 2004. And this is a recording of his show from, I have it in my notes, May 16th, 1992, when on his show he played music from Kansas City's own The Sin City Disciples. So thanks for hanging out with me this week. I hope you were able to be a little bit of a break, a little bit of an escape for you. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to John Peel and let him introduce Kansas City's own Sin City Disciples. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hang in there and be well. And a fax has come in, actually, not inappropriately, from Blab Happy in Leicester, saying, just writing to say, Blue Army, after their crushing defeat at Cambridge, uh, beside the point. Can you announce that we're playing Sheffield, this is Blab Happy, of course, the Palais in Sheffield, on Sunday the 17th of May? I make that, well, sort of this evening, really. And curiously enough, the John Peel Roadshow is going to be in Leicester uh, during the week, and uh, I'm sure there'll be an enormous number of you that won't want to miss that. <laughs> Sin City Disciples. <laughs> Good boy. 
partial to that, a seven-inch single on pink vinyl on the uh, Fist Puppet record label, Sin City Disciples, and that's called Go Work.